I'm Anna Henry, and um, this is part of my story. When I was 10 years old, I accepted the best gift you can get. Jesus came into my heart, and I can still remember being so filled with joy. Even though nothing changed in my day-to-day life, I realized I was a new creation because of Jesus. A few years later, after I started high school, my family and I moved from Cropper, Kentucky to Florida. I was 14, and for the first time in my life, I felt depressed. Not what you would expect to moving to Florida. It was hard for me to leave a place, a home, friends, and a school that I loved. I tried, I tried to hold on to God and lean on him through that time. He was and always is so faithful. Me, on the other hand, certainly was not. Bad decisions and wrong choices seemed to stack up as I got older. In late high school and into some college years, the world and the enemy seemed to capture me. I felt like I was using God to only ask for things, and usually it was for forgiveness. After college, I think God finally slapped me in the face and said, do you love me and do you want more of me, or do you want more of the world and yourself? I did want more of God. I wanted more than just going through the motions. There I was, years after accepting sweet Jesus in my heart and life, and I felt like I was starting over. I was attending Southeast Christian at the time and became more involved in church than ever. I decided a trip to Israel would help me get closer to God and learn even more about Jesus. But God's plan was different. A few months later, I was headed to Africa, (laughs) a decision I'll always be thankful for. It was during that time I was blessed to meet people that love God more than anything. They live in mud huts, have barely enough food, just the clothes on their back usually, no air condition or running water, but they had everything. They had Jesus. Because of him, they were so happy and hopeful. I could see how much hope they had, not so much in this life, but in the life to come. They were focused on eternity and the eternity of living with their savior. Another bonus of going to Kenya was meeting a guy named Ben. We were married two years later, long story short. God led us to start growing our family soon after we were married, except it wasn't as easy as we had planned or expected. I always knew God had some things to teach me before I became a parent. I just didn't know what. I can tell you now, the first thing was patience. Month after month, nothing happened. Pray without ceasing became reality, and it was a difficult road. In the waiting, I began to doubt if it was ever going to happen. I felt like I was walking in darkness, except Jesus was right there beside me the whole time. I knew he was because I could feel his comforting spirit. He also brought so many people into my life to encourage me and to speak truth to me. A lot of them are sitting in this room. Satan wanted to make me think I was worthless and it was all my fault. This season of darkness and depression eventually subsided. God just wrapped me in his arms and I cling to his almighty love. A few months after God renewed my hope, we found out I was expecting. Through all the sadness, when I felt alone or felt like I wasn't worth anything, God's love remained and his grace carried me. We were blessed with that little girl that was up here in May 2015. She's kind of rocked our world ever since. I guess the terrible twos are real after all. (laughs) 
<clears throat> I'm still surprised every day by her. She will say something and I'll fall more in love with her despite the two-year-old tantrums. I'm so thankful God has given me the, opp the opportunity and the responsibility to be a mom, even though it's hard and it hurts sometimes. In March of this year, I witnessed my husband, Ben, donate his bone marrow. We were very hopeful. When he went to help save his brother's life, I saw a piece of Jesus. So much sacrifice, no questioning, no worries. He just hopped on the plane to Texas with a smile the whole way. We prayed without ceasing again, not for the new life this time, but for a ch second chance at life. Ben's brother had battled cancer for months now, and this was his chance. But by May, the relapse occurred. We feared the worst, but kept faithfully praying for a miracle. Mitchell, my brother-in-law, was only 24 years old when he passed away. He loved Jesus so much, and I think he was ready to go home. The worst to us was the best for him. He was not in any more pain, and he received a new healthy body. I think back now, and I can't help but wonder if God gave us a child so that in some way, we would always see his provision and hope, even through the sorrow. I think he blessed me with friends in Africa so that I would remember life should be lived with an eternal perspective, eagerly waiting for Jesus at the gates of heaven. Our hope is in him, right? I think he showed me at 14 that he's always near to the brokenhearted. I think my seasons of pray without ceasing have also led me to a season of be still and know that I'm God. It's a humbling season, this one. Even though my heart has been on a roller coaster ride the past few years, God never changes. However, I'm thankful he causes me to change. I know darkness comes and goes, but I also know the light of the Lord will shine brighter. When I was writing my story, I asked God to provide me with a piece of his word. And these are a few of the verses he brought to mind. And I heard a loud voice from the throne saying, Now the dwelling of God is with men, and he will live with them. They will be his people, and God himself will be with them. And be their God. He will wipe every tear from their eyes. There will be no more death, or mourning, or crying, or pain. For the old order of things has passed away. He who was seated on the throne said, I am making everything new. <clears throat> 